So uh, this time in English, we talked about is it race? Uh, race, class, gender, and human experiences. Um, it's interesting because we read a bunch of a couple of stories about how people have been mistreated. The one that really stands out to me was the first one. I think it's called the Ryan and the Shaw, and I found it very interesting because um, when I first read it, it, I found it dark. How there was a, the woman, two daughters, and one is dying because of lack of food, water, and the other one jealous that that daughter gets all the attention. And um, how they're kept in a cave. This is it said they're kept, they're kept in a electric metal fence with guards. And I didn't understand that at first. More, more um, reading, and I came to the conclusion. Oh, this is a concentration camp during World War Two. I found it very dark at first, and when I found that out, I thought it was exponentially more dark. How it was this? You thought about oh, it's a concentration camp. I already know they're treated poorly, and yeah. Also, like the the, the there's two stories. Um, flyers are qualified and Fourth of July, but I found it interesting because it was dealing more about race instead of human experiences and the difference. Um, was it liars and qualify? Liars don't qualify. Man goes into a courthouse to register to, qual- uh, to vote in his town or city. And he goes in. He has to be put down to wait to go in to then interview to interview um, and to get the registry to vote. Well, one guy walks in before him. The guy who's handing them out, takes him back. He was in there for less than probably, I don't know, a minute and left all happy. But then when he was going in, the guy at the main story, I don't remember his name, but he went in and it was basically a absolute terrible interview. Asking all these questions. Are you with organizations? Blah, blah, blah. And this guy was in the military, so I think he was with... Uh, National, I can't remember, but it's like a group, kind of an organization, I guess. And when you said you was with none, no organization, and you proceed to say that afterwards, he said no to his registration to vote because he says he lied to him when he answered he's not affiliated with any um, organizations. But throughout the whole thing, he was um, ridiculed the whole time. Can you read? Can you write? Prove this and that. And like it was pretty all experience when the guy before him came, went in and went out, no problems. I don't forget to mention the place was filthy. In the waiting room, there's cigarette butts everywhere. The guy's office was um, uh, filth, but not as badly as 
the waiting room. So when he got done all of this, he went outside the courthouse. Took out, he went to go buy, I think it was a box of cigarettes, and then came back and proceeded to light one, but never smoke it. Let it go out and then put it on the step. I think he was, in my opinion, I think he was this okay with going with the flow with this difference between people and he was at I guess his mark to this courthouse um before July it's totally different I think it's written by the author uh, the person who actually experienced this before I think it was written by some I don't remember the name but uh for July it was it was a, a person with a class going on a field trip to Washington at the hotel, but one person couldn't go because of how they looked, and the hotel wouldn't allow them. So in this scenario, her and her family decided to go anyway because she didn't, she couldn't go. They decided to take her anyway. So um, they took her. They um, they went to go get ice cream at a place. I don't remember it was like soda cafe or something. I don't remember. It's um so they went to go and get ice cream. They went to a table, and B sat down. Since they were different, they didn't look at the same as everyone else. The waiter had come up go up to him and tell him, So you can't leave, you can only order to go. You can't stay in the restaurant. So disgusted and upset they didn't even order to go it is left but the daughter had never experienced anything like this because her parents wanted to keep her away from all this racism and hate against each other so which is a very mind-changing event and so then she was disgusted she didn't like this was it her? She said her mom looked the exact same as everyone else, and she was still getting judged and ridiculed. She didn't understand. Um, towards the end, it says uh, she was disgusted to be in Washington. She didn't want to be in there anymore. And towards the end, she uh, goes on to say uh, the how they should change this, and it shows how she didn't like it. She didn't like how the world was. And that we need to change it. It's like the two articles are almost opposites, but have quite a bit of similarities. Lives don't qualify. And, uh, what is it? Portrait of Sorry. One of the other things that interests me is the play we read. Um, I forgot what it was called, honestly. It was written by Shakespeare. I will figure this out. I don't know. Anyway, I don't remember the. I know it was written by Shakespeare. And it was a play of a, a, a man who came to this place. It was a rich man and a servant who came to a place. So the guy, the rich guy, can learn as much as he can from the university. And all that, but he found out he liked 
uh, a daughter, or yeah, my daughter, my name Bianca. So him and his servant will do everything they can to get him with her. And um, there's that whole thing they they get the scheme off. I think at the end they um it it happens. But first um the father when her his oldest daughter to get married. Uh, it was named Catherine, but no one liked her because. She wanted to be independent and not seen as a weak, helpless woman. That's what I think. And um, she was, I think she was a bit jealous of her daughter, every, I mean, of her sister, because everyone looked to her instead of her. They looked to her sister instead of her. So I think she was jealous of the fact that she got no attention, why her sister got all the attention. <clears throat> Uh, uh, the rich guy, I can't remember his name, called his friend, um, cannot pronounce it, polite to me. I can't pronounce it really well. But um, they called him up because he they know that he's going to marry anything that has money because he wants money. That's all he wants. But towards the end, he starts loving Catherine. Catherine. Who like just he loves her. She's there. For, he's there for the money, but then turns to he's there for her. And towards the end, she's a a nice person and all that. So I think this it's still this place relevant. It's kind of it kind of shows how us as people we're kind of we haven't really changed all that much and it still relates to the the desires and the wants traits of us of people today so that's what i that's what i took away from the play i thought it was very interesting how it showed pretty much everything of how we are today even though it was written back in the 1500s and thir- his Shakespeare's work is still relevant today. You know, it was written in the 1500s. It's interesting to see how how it like developed to be more iconic, even though it's super old. Well, that's what I took away from Unit 1. I thought it was very interesting, and cool to learn about some of this stuff and take away what I did. So uh, thank you for listening in and see you.